0: Use promo code MADNESS50, that's MADNESS50, to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today.
1: You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics.
0: The Big Ten chose to start on time, or at least to schedule a start on time. What went
2: into that decision?
3: What went into the decision was to uh, afford us the best possible opportunity to be as flexible as we possibly can and that was one of the reasons why when we decided to go to a 10 game only uh, schedule a big 10 only conference schedule is that we're hopeful that uh, this builds an opportunity for us to remain as flexible as we possibly can so as you're aware if something were to happen where we didn't start on september 5th we have the flexibility to start even on september 12th or the 19th and we have because we have those open dates throughout the schedule and on the back end we would be able to collapse some of those early dates to a later date so the big thing for us right now always is number one is the health and safety of our student athletes and everyone in our big 10 community uh but but also is to have as much flexibility as we possibly can
0: And welcome here to this edition of the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Nate Klaus, as a big mile marker was crossed on Wednesday across the Big Ten Conference. You heard Commissioner Kevin Warren as the league will play now. uh, Opening week, September 5th, they are the only Power Five conference that will come out of the gate swinging, playing right away. Uh, SEC won't go to week 4 um, so Big 12 is going to go either week 3 or week 4 with their scheduled games, pac 12s week 3 um, and the ACC is going to go week 2 but um, an aggressive move by the league but I think the right move, when you, when you guys look at this conference schedule put out by the league, 10 games over 12 weeks, the bye weeks match up for divisional opponents so you can make up division games potentially during the year for Nebraska it's week 7 and week 10 and then on the back end, there's a potential Robin of four more bye weeks that the Big Ten championship game could potentially be flexed anywhere from December 5th all the way out to December 19th.
2: Yeah, and you know, listening to the Commissioner Kevin Warren uh, talk on BTN after that announcement, uh, the the word he kept bringing up about how this schedule was structured was flexibility and being able to adjust on the fly as necessary as this day-to-day situation continues to develop. And that's the only way to go about it. I mean, you have to give yourself wiggle room if you're going to have any chance of finishing a full 10-game slate because there will be setbacks. There will be teams that – for one reason or another, might not be able to play. And so you have to be able to have backup plans to continue with your season. And they did that by, I agree, Sean, doing the right thing by starting earlier. By starting earlier, you give yourself more time. I mean, it's kind of simple math. You give yourself more weekends to play games. And the fact that they – have that uh, flexibility with the Big Ten Conference um, championship game uh, to be able to push that back and give yourself potentially as much as a month, maybe, with the two additional bye weeks. Uh, I mean, that gives yourself as much of an opportunity and as big of a window as possible to be able to play a full season in the fall. So, uh, you know, it seems like there was a good amount of thought that was put into this. Um, You know, I think part of the delay probably was the fact that they went out of their way to listen to student athletes. Uh, I know they had that big conference call with uh, not just football players, but, you know, um, members of men's and women's teams of fall sports to get their thoughts. And so they at least gave the student athletes a voice and maybe made them feel a little bit more included in the process where some other leagues, it's all done by the, the guys in the in the suits and the athletes hear about it on Twitter. At least the Big Ten was a little bit more um, transparent with how they've been going about this. And uh, I think that they gave themselves the best opportunity to play all of those 10 games while also preparing for the likelihood that uh, this thing will probably not go uh, on a straight line, like Kevin Warren said.
1: Yeah, I I couldn't agree more with that. And to be completely honest with you, I'm surprised that they're – that the other Power Five conferences are talking about starting later. Um, yeah, To me, that just doesn't make a whole lot of sense If anything. I thought that it would make more sense to maybe even move it up and start week zero uh, to give yourself as much buffer room as possible. But I like the fact that the Big Ten is starting on week one Uh, I know that there was a lot of talk and a lot of people kind of starting to wonder what was going on or or if the the Big Ten or even the NCAA might cancel things completely here over the last 48 hours or so. Uh, leading up to this decision or this announcement, but I, I really like the, the way that the Big Ten kind of laid it all out. Now there's some questions as far as the schedules go and why they did certain things there, but as a whole, I, I'm just I'm happy that football is planning to start on week one and and I like the way that the the Big Ten handled it as a whole.
0: This is what I like about it guys. They begin practice here on Friday, open camp. There's no dilly dallying around. They're on schedule SEC is going to extend mini camp all the way until mid to late August before they roll into camp um, and it's going to be a modified camp the the hours and the restrictions are going to be different the big Ten is in camp now they' start Friday um, and you Nebraska will only unfortunately get 10 days of true camp because the first day of classes is August 17th because they're online week 1 and then 24th um, at, at least as of now students will be back on campus in the classroom. So Nebraska will get 10 days of what's traditional camp, um, and then they'll be in their regular 20-hour weeks starting August 17th. Uh, but they're in great shape. I mean, Scott Frost, Jared Lamprecht, and the leadership of the program, you got to give them credit with how they've gone about it. I mean, they, they have put together a plan to get this team through. They were thinking about how to do this all the way back in March when everybody else was not And if they get these games off, guys, Nebraska's going to be in a really, really good spot because their players have been training at a high level really since April, March. And uh, they were able to continue that even when the weight room was shut down. A lot of guys did work out in groups in Lincoln uh, following the guidelines. And then June 1, they were the first team in the country in weight rooms. when Weight rooms opened up. Um, So it's been a, a really, really smart approach by Nebraska, and it may pay off here.
2: Yeah, it seems like we've been praising how Nebraska's handled this whole situation from day one, and this is why. I mean, now that they're in the situation that they're in, Nebraska seems to be on as solid of footing as maybe any team in the conference right now, just in the amount of preparation they've been able to get in, the way that they've handled, uh, you know, coronavirus positive cases and and, and adjusted accordingly, uh, been able to quarantine guys and basically just keep this thing on track, where you look at other schools, even within the conference, that, you know, a handful of positive cases, they're shutting everything down for two weeks and basically just kind of going at the whim of, um, you know, this total reactionary response, whereas Nebraska stayed true to their plan and they handled things, um, you know, basically with a level-headed, even-keel approach. And now they seem to be, in, like I said, uh, in as good of a possible situation as a team going into the start of, you know, I guess fall camp that you could possibly ask for. Well, not only do
1: we think they handled it well, but it's pretty apparent that the, the players themselves are appreciative about how everything's been handled. Uh, after the Big Ten released the the schedule news and everything, all of a sudden you started seeing all the players tweet and go to social media, um, you know, th- basically thanking the coaching staff, thanking Nebraska for the way that they've handled it and how they've kept their own safety first and foremost uh, with every move that they've made throughout this whole deal and how, how well they've they've been taken care of so uh, now obviously that was somewhat of a coordinated effort I'm sure uh, given the fact that they're all using the you know the same hashtags and, and whatnot but at the same time, I don't think that any player is going to put that out on their social media in this day and age if they don't fully believe it. Um, you know, I think the guys are, are pretty well speak speak their mind uh, at this point on social media, and and I don't see guys like Adrian uh, Martinez and Wandell Robinson and on all these all these big time uh, player Brendan Heimis uh, on the team kind of putting that out there if they don't honestly believe it.
0: Nebraska will open at, <coughs> at Rutgers, guys. Labor Day weekend. Um, That was really the big shift in the schedule. Also, Wisconsin comes to Lincoln instead of Nebraska going out there. So that was a break. And then the Huskers add Michigan State as their additional crossover game. Uh, they'll get some revenge on Mel Tucker. Mel Tucker should give Scott Frost and Nebraska, though, a Christmas card for um, – you can make a case. If Colorado doesn't beat Nebraska last year, does he get that Michigan State job? I don't think so. Um, and then you, you look at uh, Nebraska, and then now goes to Purdue for a second year in a row. So um, some, I think those three things on the schedule – Adding Michigan State at home, then you go to Purdue, and then Wisconsin comes here. Another thing about that Wisconsin thing I like, guys, is you get them up here in early September. There's going to be possibly some heat and weather, and that plays better to Nebraska style because they like to wear down a team. And Wisconsin is a bigger team that likes the colder, you know, traditional November, October weather Um, You get Wisconsin in the heat early on in the year, um, you know, maybe that that favors better for Nebraska, especially the game being in Lincoln. And if it's one of those really humid Nebraska Saturdays, um, you know, that that could be a better matchup for Nebraska.
2: Well, when you look at how Nebraska's cards have been dealt as far as scheduling and stuff like that, since they've joined the conference, this is probably as good of a hand as you probably could ask for. Uh, Just considering, you know, Nebraska usually just gets hammered with stuff like that. I'm surprised they didn't open with Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan, Iowa, Wisconsin, right out of the gate.
0: You're one of the Big Ten. They played everybody. Yes. They played Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, and Michigan State, and Wisconsin, so, and Iowa.
2: So to get Rutgers and Illinois in your first two games, I mean, that's, that's a nice little – Favor from the league now. Granted, uh, the next four games after that are a brutal stretch with Wisconsin, Iowa, Minnesota, Ohio State. But uh, you know, in, in the grand scheme of things, Nebraska is kind of probably in the middle of the pack as far as schedule difficulty. And uh, you know, as a program, being able to get some early momentum. I mean, assuming that that Rutgers game gets played and, and everything kind of goes to plan through those first couple weeks, Nebraska's gonna be in a pretty good spot to where they are, are gonna have a much more, uh, uh, I guess solid footing under them uh, going into that four game stretch than maybe they would otherwise
1: if you're wisconsin you're probably upset that you've got to come to lincoln or two years in a row now um so that's that's something that plays to nebraska and will that reflect
0: it? on next year's schedule yeah could it be three could, could it be three years in a row? i mean how will they do next year scheduling will exactly. they keep things the same that'd be three years in a row for them
1: yeah, and I don't know. That's, but if you're Nebraska, you probably hope that they you make it three years in a row that Wisconsin's coming to Lincoln.
0: All right, guys. Well, this has been like the best segment we've done um, in months because we were talking actual football schedules. No Real football. So we're going to continue the discussion. When we come back, we'll talk more about the schedule and what we think next. You're listening here to the Husker Online show. Ah, uh, mm, The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy.